How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. Uh, a co-host who's feeling pretty damn good, buddy. And and why is that? You know, on this on this fine Tuesday morning. Uh, well, on Sunday night, did I take a little bit of yours and your friend's money? Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. Me, you know, a little, a little bit of of of, of our money. I will say that. You know this this poker thing. I maybe I should quit my job and just go play professionally. You know, you've been on a roll lately. Uh, you know. You know what they say, you know, the, the hot streaks eventually end. So I don't know uh, how, how long you're, you're you're willing to ride that out. But, yes, you, you uh, stole my money me. in poker this weekend, um, and, and it was not the best. I will say that. You know, I there's a really good proverb, and it's quit while you're ahead, and I think I'm going to listen to it. I've won three, to, three betting extravaganzas in a row. Yeah, I mean that's that's, that's just that's not like happened. that is that is unlikely for for Noel Teal there. So I, I mean I yes, think yes, that is very unlikely. I think it's been you a should. Good month. Yeah, I think you should be uh, um, definitely a little bit uh, pres- con- conservative there on on, on your yes. winnings. So uh, I agree. But, but we have we have some some stuff to get to. We have to continue our NFL uh, fantasy football preview. Uh, last week was today's was my a, favorite day. Yeah, today's a great Today day. Today is my favorite day. I love the wide receivers. It's last my week, favorite position in all of fantasy football. Last week, we got to quarterbacks and running backs. Two really good episodes. If you didn't listen, go back and, and listen to those. Um, our QBs yeah. pretty much was a was a more uh, civil episode. Running backs, we got a little heated and, and had some some debates there. So if you if you like that, a little heated. definitely go. A little and, heated. Wait, here, here, here's how I feel, okay? I, I listened back. And I was still in shock with some of your picks. And only to have our friends over for poker night, mm-hmm. right? Because we had a little father-son poker night for all the guys going back to school, you know, college. It was really fun. And I'm walking outside with one of the dads, and the dad goes, is your son okay? <laughs> is is he lost a marble or two? David Montgomery? Oh, yeah. Everyone, you know, everyone's everyone's been hating on me. It's not it's not just that. I've got I'm I'm getting blown up on social media for some of my picks here. We just gotta be. wait and see. I mean, I mean, there there's no blown up yet. No one's played any football yet. Let's wait and see, and let's see who who becomes. But wide receivers, okay. um, I you know I think I this is gonna be like the quarterbacks. You know, you got your top guys. Let's just debate who we got in our top ten. We're gonna get to our top ten. Get to our guys that we are not drafting this year. I got a couple. In terms of, of wide receivers, also some late round sleepers that I really like, um, and, yep. and we'll get to those as well. Yep. All right. So we got a lot to get to. Let's get to our wide receivers. Let's run it. Let's get to that top ten. Let us let us focus on number one. We've been starting one to ten uh, for quarterbacks and running backs, so let's keep it going in the in the, in the same direction. Number one, this is uh, this is another no brainer for me. Uh, you know, you know, quarterbacks. We both agreed. Did no, no, we didn't agree. I thought that I thought it was a no brainer that Josh Allen was the number one quarterback. You had Justin Herbert. I but I'm not going to hate you for that. I love I love that pick. Yep. You were you were ballsy enough to go there. Uh, more yep. ballsy than me. 
uh, running backs we disagreed as well. But CMC and Jonathan Taylor won two kind of, uh, you know, we had our debates, but, but you know, came to our sure. senses that, that that's one too. Number one, I'm, I'm going to come out, I'm going to come out and say it. there is no debate and I don't want to hear it. And I know you're going to have something different than what I have. I know you're, I know you don't have this guy at number one because I just okay. know, I just know you and, and there's no way you do. It, it can't be that yeah. easy. Justin Jefferson's the number one wide receiver in fantasy this year. And, and I, I really think that that is, uh, that's not up for debate. Justin Jefferson you know, showed last year, showed in his rookie year, this guy's this guy's gonna be great. You know, that we we all saw that rookie year. He didn't have you know the statistical season of last year, uh, but we knew he was gonna be great. Comes out last year and was fantastic. Established himself as one of the best wide receivers in the league, um, with Kirk Cousins as his quarterback, who we all consider good but not great. Um, sometimes can be bad. Uh, but definitely can sling the ball. So we know Kirk Cousins is going to try to get it to him. He's been his favorite target. We've seen Thielen's targets and receptions go down every year that Jefferson's been on the team. Um, and, and this is the year that Justin Jefferson could even explode for more than he had last year. I love the Justin Jefferson pick. I think he's the number one wide receiver off the board. I think arguably there there is an argument to take him within the top five this year. And I think big things to come for the Vikings, big things to come for Justin Jefferson and just that offense this year. Oh boy, are you ready? I'm. Are you ready? I'm. I'm ready. Just give me Cooper Cup. I 100% agree with you. Oh no way! (laughs) Oh, that's great. That is fantastic. And and I have a few other reasons. Okay, Okay, spell spell them on me. So I think the return of Adam Thielen only helps Justin Jefferson. Right? It rolls off the double coverage off of him. I think the fact that Irv Smith comes opens up the middle of the field, so you can't kind of slide a linebacker or a, or a strong safety out there. Dalvin Cook looks healthy, man. So the, the play action passing, the balance of this offense, I, I really i am getting more and more jazzy inside about the Minnesota offense. But here's the main reason I'm picking Justin Jefferson number one. And it's something I did this year for the first time in 25 years of playing uh, fantasy football. I looked at the schedules down the stretch. Wow. I never look at schedules. Yeah, me like, either. I never, rarely. I, I never. I'm like, you know what? They play for the Bills. They play for Minnesota. Right. I like him. I like the quarterback. You know, he's going to get his receptions. If you, I started looking at like, if I'm, if I'm going down the stretch and I'm making the playoffs, who am I looking at, at playing? Who, who are the teams that I'm going to be playing against? Do you know what Justin Jefferson plays against down the stretch into the playoffs and through the playoffs? New England, the Jets, Detroit, Indy, and the Giants. It's it, That sounds great to my ears. That's great for, for fantasy playoffs with Justin Jefferson. Right? I mean, does that not make Justin Jefferson the number one wide receiver yeah, this year? It's, it's definitely got it. I mean, it, it, and, and, and I'm not even looking at that. You know, what he did last year, he had a, an off-the-chart season. I mean, Cooper Cup... Had, you know, almost 2,000 yards. Justin Jefferson, not right behind him, but had 1,600. I mean, do do I think that Justin Jefferson can have 1,600 or more? I think I, I think he could. Yes. Maybe he takes a step down on the on the, on the the yardage, you know, by, by 100 or, or two. But the receptions, he had 108. He could definitely have more than that this season. Had 167 targets. So, I mean, I, I would expect if Kirk Cousins can step up his game, he's not going to, there's not going to be 50 incomplete passes 
to, uh, yeah. to to Justin Jefferson there. Also, we only had 10 touchdowns last year. Jamar Man, Chase had it. 13. Ad- De- yeah. Devontae Adams had 11. Cooper Cup had 16. Justin Jefferson yeah. could easily get it, you know, get into the end zone a little more. And I just think I he agree. could have an even better season than last year. I'm taking him. Uh, w- 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 if I need a wide receiver, I have, you know, you know, in realistically sixth, seventh pick. Yeah. I- I'm going Justin Jefferson. I'm with you. All right, let's get to number two. Number two, I will put Cooper Cup. Give the respect uh, where it is too. deserved. Uh, yep. This, you know, it's 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 hard because Cooper Cup had, like we said, the best wide receiver season that we've ever seen in you know in fifty years. I mean, this was yep. this was unbelievable. Two thousand yards, one hundred and forty five catches, sixteen touchdowns. It just gets more ridiculous when you when you say it. Two hundred targets. I mean. The, the, the thing about Cooper Cup is, the great thing about Cooper Cup is he has a floor, in my opinion. The, the floor is that he's a top five wide receiver in fantasy. And, and I think when you the, see the that. Floor is, the floor is he's a top two wide correct. receiver. Correct. I mean, fantasy. you can even say that. Like, that that is the thing about Cooper Cup. Justin Jefferson, I think, has the ability to just blow some numbers out of, you know, the window. But Cooper Cup, you know, has this floor that is just you know, unbelievable. And, and it is just, you know, this safe pick that, you know, Matthew Stafford has this unbelievable connection after one year. Now, how about another off season of work with Cooper cup? Um, you know, it, it, it's, it really, you know, it'll be hard to get back to, to what he did. You know, I, I, I just sure. can't see him getting to 2000 yards no. again, but you know, he'll, he'll be up there and in, in the, in, 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 Dude. you know, up there with receptions and yards again. And, and he slots in at number two for me. AJ, you've watched a lot of football in your day, right? A lot, For yeah. a 19 and a half year old, almost 20 year old, you have watched a lot of football. How many wide receivers have you seen who are open on every play? Every play. Not, you know, not every wide receiver. Not you know, Cooper Cup is one of them. Yeah, yeah. I I I'm blown away by the fact that when the ball is thrown to Cooper Cup. He has three to five y- yards of separation on every play. I don't understand it. The guy's not the fastest guy in the world. He's not the biggest guy in the world. But for some reason, he's the most elusive wide receiver in and, the NFL. Yeah, and that that's the thing is the elusiveness is that, you know, you, you see guys like – like these guys that we're going to mention, the Justin Jeffersons, the Jamar Chase, and the Devontae Adams, and they're spectacular, yeah. but there is something about Cooper Cup last season where he was unguardable. The scheme, unguardable. the way they moved him around, the way they got mismatches on him, it was it was unbelievable. And I think you have to look at Sean McVay, and he is the coach, and their offense, and how you know fantastic it's been in, you know, with, over so many years. And you that I think that factors into it. And, and there is a perfect argument for Cooper Cup going number one again. I just look at it as... You know, what he did last season, I just don't think it's possible to top that. That's why I would go with Justin Jefferson over Cup because I think Jefferson can top what he did last year. You know, for Cup to do that again would just be, you know, unbelievable. I I think that's a valid argument. I think the other two reasons that I put Cooper Cup to is, well, three reasons. One, the schedule's brutal. Two, I still think Matthew Stafford is going to be dealing with a painful elbow all year, which could affect some of the numbers. And number three, you added Allen Robinson, which I think is going to take some targets away from Cooper Cup. So I think all three of those things. Yeah, yeah, I think all three of those things put him at number two. I mean, oh, my God, I'm moving him down to number (laughs) two. Exactly. But yeah, I'm, I'm fine with him at two. All right. Number three, I got Jamar Chase. What's not there to like? I mean, 22 years old, had one of the best rookie years of all time, 1,500 yards. 
only 80 catches there. That's something that might stick around the same. You got uh, you, you got T. Higgins over there on the other side. You got Tyler Boyd in the slot. You got a you know I a love thousand, you some T. Higgins. You got you got an a thousand yard rusher in in uh, uh in, in Joe Mixon over there. So there's there's a lot to you know share on that offense, but. I said this about the Bengals when we talked about Joe Mixon la- uh, last week is that the Bengals have are an exception to that because the Bengals found a way for Jamar Chase and T against to have 100 yards every week and Joe Mixon to rush for 100 yards every week. So they had a great job yeah. of sharing the ball last year. Jamar Chase finished with an amazing year. It was just rookie season. I, I just, you know, what's there not to like about taking Jamar Chase in the first round? He's going to have a- another fantastic year. Oh, oh, dude, there's no doubt about it. I have Jamar Chase at four, right? So I moved him down one spot. And my number three is, and why would we, why, if you're calling him the greatest wide receiver in football, could he go lower than three? And that is Devontae Adams, right? What is going to stop this guy from putting up monster numbers? Because he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers? All right, I mean, first of all, Aaron Rodgers threw him the ball on every play. Do you not see in this Raiders offense, besides Hunter Renfro and a Darren Waller who, you know, is hurt half the time, Mm -hmm. that he's not going to get the lion's share of the targets, right? He has a rapport with Derek Carr. We all believe Derek Carr is going to have a monster year. I put him in the top six overall in quarterbacks this year because of the weapons that he has. So in what reason in the world would I not put Devontae Adams sitting there and having another monster season? The guy gets separation. The slant route, you can't guard him. He's too big. He cuts too hard. His hands are like the greatest things on the planet. And again, if I'm looking at who does he play during the playoffs, he gets to play New England, Pittsburgh, San Fran. Like I like I like yeah, Devontae Adams. It, I'll the, put I'll put Jamar Chase at four, but I like Devontae Adams at three. I have him I have him a little lower because uh, the target share for me, I, you know, the the Bengals is is I I like the Bengals. You know, I like taking the risk on the on the Bengals players because they did a great job of of sharing the ball. I got to see it from the Raiders this year. They haven't had this much talent in a while. Uh, he slots. You're not worried. You're not worried about the Super Bowl hangover. No, I really. mean there is. I mean, it's look, a good team. How it's many a solid years team. in a row? How, I, I totally agree. But how many years in a row yeah, has the team sure. that's lost the Super Bowl not made the playoffs? And it's getting it's, out it's of hand. It's very possible. Their offense is still going to be elite. Playoffs or not, okay. I, I think that's something. Okay. Devontae Adams so slots in at six for slide? me. Six? Six. Wow, and six. and it's just because the, the top five guys for me, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, um, and then four and five, which, which I'll say in a second. Um, yep. So at number four, I have Debo Samuel. I have him slot. I have him. I have him coming in at four. What? You're surprised. Four? Surprise! He's not even on my top ten. Four? Yeah, he slots in at four oh for me. You know, Lord. you're talking about I one. I can't of the, wait to hear this crap. You're talking about a, a, a special player, um, special. In, in Debo Samuel. Uh, 1,400 yards receiving on only 70 catches last year. The yards after catch are just off the charts. Uh, you know, a speed threat, a deep threat. Um, a short route threat, a, a bubble screen threat, also plays running back 400 yards on the ground last year with eight touchdowns. Uh, you know, the, the red zone go-to guy. Um, th- this is this is a sneaky, you know, this is a, a sneaky slash, you know, risky kind of pick for me to put him in the top five because I know, you know, he's he's a he's going up there in, in the drafts. You know, he's a first slash second round pick in a lot of snake drafts right now. 
Um, and, and I like that. I like where, you know, that, that, that kind of pick on him early in rounds because you're, there's a lot, this is a lot of a boom right here. You know, it could be some bust, but I like the boom more than the bust. Um, I, I think that he could easily, um, you know, maybe not 1500 yards, um, with a Trey Lance at quarterback. Um, but he definitely is in a thousand yard receiver. Trey Lance, I'm, I am high on Trey Lance this year, so this kind of factors into that. I think Trey Lance is going to look to him. You know, Kittle's going to be there as well. But Debo has, you know, that 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 you know playmaking kind of athleticism that Trey Lance is going to look for. Uh, he's also going to be utilizing the running game. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, not a you know not a fan of his you know inconsistencies. I think they're going to really utilize Debo in every which way. They already paid him. You know, he's got his money. I think he's going to ball out this year. He slots in at four. AJ, I couldn't disagree oh, with you I, more. You know that we're we're, I, we're, I, we're headed there. I couldn't disagree with you more. Number one, he got paid, right? So I can easily watch this production go down to the crapper. Number two, Trey Lance, what have you seen? Did you watch the preseason game? I think he connected on like three passes, right? Mm -hmm. This is not going to be a guy who's getting the ball constantly, except if it's a handoff or an RPO. You do have the, the Elijah Mitchell and 5,000 other runners. You had the emergence of Brandon Ayuk and, and Juwan Jennings last year. You still have George Kittle. In no way possible is Debo Samuel going to be in the top 10 in fantasy. Will he be a wow? Top, no. He won't be will in the. He, he will not finish as a top 10 wide receiver in fantasy this he year. You are out of your mind. Finish as a top 10 wide receiver in this league. All right. Way too much talent to be putting anywhere. I wish anywhere. I wish I was with you right now because I'd be sticking my hand out and making you shake on that because I am I, ready to put the, the, the bank account listen, on that one. buddy, I'm on a roll, man. You you named the wager. I've been taking your money all week. Let's go. All right. Well, we'll discuss that later. But uh, anyway, okay. I, I love you. Absolutely four. not. Uh, and, and, and you're number four. He actually, he he actually almost made my don't touch list. Like that's how how close I was. All right, my number four is I don't know how you pass this guy up. I mean, all world, all everything. He's even in our intro. How do you pass up if you think Josh Allen is the number one quarterback <laughs> in the world? Who's he throwing it to? He's throwing it to Stefan Diggs, right? I mean, first of all, down the stretch, the the schedule is magical. Second of all, he's throwing to Stefan Diggs all the time, right? Yes, Gabe Davis is a wonderful story, and he found the end zone a bunch at the end of the year. But who did he throw the ball to time and time and time again? This is a 1,500, over 120-catch season, at least double-digit touchdowns. He will easily be in the top five overall. I slot him easily at number five. I... I I act, I love that. Uh, I I have him lower. I just kind of, you know, I look at this Bills offense and what it's done. Diggs is Diggs has been solid every year. He's been really strong, but there always seems to be someone that that comes out of nowhere. Gabe Davis last year at the end of the year. How about Dawson Knox that became a really good tight end and nice a tight really end. a really good red zone target for Josh Allen. I, I just this Bills team kind of finds other ways to get people no, involved, and no, I love Diggs. No more no more Beasley. Yeah, I, yeah, I understand. And, and you and, know, 
And what's his name looked terrible the other day. Uh, the guy, Jamison Crowder. That is not taking catches away from Stefan Diggs. Yeah, I, I love it. I, I, I'm going to even admit it. I have him too low on this list, but I ain't going back. I don't, I don't work okay. like that. I have him at nine. It's a low. Oh. Uh, it, it is, it's low. I'll give you that. But he slots in at nine could, for me. Could, could, um, can you I, hit the you're not that guy? Come on. Come on, buddy. You should do it to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. There you go. Fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it to myself uh, for that. When he slots in at nine for me, I'll, I'll say something about him later there. Um, I, I can't wait. Who do you got at six? No, at five. At five, oh, I have Devontae Adams at six. So he slots there. The oh, only yeah. guy I like more than Devontae Adams is our boy, CeeDee Lamb. I think CeeDee Lamb, it, there's just, well, you know, what do you not like about this season for CeeDee Lamb? Comes in, sure. no Amari Cooper. This is now slotting in as his third season, you know. Can he make a huge jump? We saw his rookie year was amazing. I think last year he was even better. I think he's even better this year than he was in the past two years. No Amari Cooper. All those targets are going to go to him. Uh, Michael Gallup's out the first couple of weeks. Jalen Tolbert's a rookie there. You know, they don't have a lot of other wide receiver help, you know, for, for until Gallup gets back. Uh, Schultz is definitely, you know, a, a big tight end there that's going to, you know, get some targets. But, you know, CeeDee Lamb and Dak, I think, have had the best connection on the team uh, since he's been there, I think it's even better than than Amari Cooper's. You know, they yep. they seem to be clicking in camp. Uh, they they seem to be clicking. You know, in, in big moments, he you know he's had some drop pop problems in the past. Um, but I yes. think this year he's gonna he's gonna finally you know work on that. Get the drop pot passes down. All those touchdowns that Amari Cooper um, you know got on on the fade routes and the you know sure. stuff in in the red zone are going to Ceedee Lamb. This is a huge huge breakout season for Ceedee Lamb. I think that he yep. needs. To be drafted on your team, um, if you can get them there on the, in the second round, totally agree. I am. At, I have next. I am at six. Right. So, you know, you you have Devontae Adams at six. I have C.D. Lamb at six. Right. So, in, in my viewpoint, is if you watch C.D. Lamb in college, he single handedly took over games in ways that I very very rarely seen. Right. He is that kind of player. But when you came into the league with Amari Cooper and all the other stars that Dallas had is I think he felt a little bit, I don't want to say shy or, you know, he wasn't ready to kind of take that number one step. He's so ready now, man, just give him the ball. If he doesn't have any, if he doesn't have the drop problem this year and the concentration levels there, because he is going to be the number one option and he's going to be the guy that Dak throws to in all the key situations. There is no reason C.D. Lamb doesn't have a monster season. Yeah, and and you know, I I look at this as a big plus to some of the old wide receivers that are that are gone from the Cowboys now, especially Amari Cooper. There are clips of of inter, uh, interviews from the off this off season asking about is C.D. Lamb ready to be the number one wide receiver? Is he ready for a big role? And every single one of them have said yes, 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 one hundred percent, yes. Like they they know what he's capable of. They know that the the ceiling isn't even close to being reached for C.D. Lamb yet, and I think it's just going to be a, a monster season for him. Do you know what C.D. Lamb also gets? He gets six games against the secondaries of the yep. Giants, the Commanders, and the Eagles. Yep. He'll be just fine. Love it there. Love him at five. Devontae Adams at six for me. You got C.D. Lamb at six. Number seven is my old friend Tyreek Hill. I mean, what? Oh, my God. What, what are we doing? Did you look at my page? What, what, what the like, hell? What are we doing here? It's Tyreek Hill. I mean, there's, I'm not, not going to explain anything here. Tyreek Hill is Tyreek Hill. The fact that he's seven on this list, I want to almost, you know, kind of look at myself and then say shame on you because he's Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I mean, the, <laughs> the only unknown 
is it's not Patrick Mahomes, it's 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 Tua Tungavaloa, and, and it's and that's okay. huge. I'm not looking at that and saying that's not huge. That no, is huge. I, you know, I agree. But could I ask you a question? Because I've been thinking about this all day. This is the one question that's been actually sitting in my gut. It's kind of like the chicken or the egg. Who made who? Did Patrick Mahomes mm. become the player that he was when Tyreek Hill exploded on the scene? Or did Tyreek Hill only become a superstar because of Mahomes? And I think it's a debatable I don't think conversation. The, I don't think the, the answer is yes, no. I mean, Patrick right? Mahomes is a great quarterback and, and Tyreek well, Hill is a great wide receiver. Okay. But do you did okay. you do you remember what I said um, a, a couple weeks ago when we were doing our preview for the AFC West? Or the AFC West and the AFC East, you know, when we're when I'm talking about the Chiefs losing Tyreek Hill and the Dolphins, you know, getting him in that trade. Tyreek Hill is one of the only players in NFL history that I can say that I've watched him single-handedly win a game for a team. How many yes. wide receivers can you say that they've single-handedly won games, multiple games for their team? You cannot say that about all. Uh, probably you can count them on your fingers. I yeah, mean, you got to go back to Jerry Rice, and you got to go right. back to the, Michael Irvin. This guy, I mean, l- l- let's just name a couple, you know, a couple games off off the dome that I can remember here. How about the the three hundred yards in the first oh, half God. against uh, against Tampa Bay, and and that you know defense that was all world, you know, yeah. and they and they torched, you know, that he torched them, uh, you know. How, how about, about thir- playoff? Game how about thirteen seconds left, you know, against oh. the Bills, or not thirteen seconds left, or you know that game? I'm saying, but not that, yeah. you know. That scenario. How about the you know the eighty yard touchdown they took to tie it up, uh, you know, and 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 kind of untouched, and, and untouched, untouched on a, on a five yard slant route. So, right. you know, Tyree Kill is unbelievable. Look what he did to Dallas at the la- at the end right. of the half. At, at the end of that half, one you know that that game. There, there's so many that you can point out. You know, Tyree Kill it also go is gonna is gonna help Tua so much because Tua is yep. great at the eight yard, six yard slants. You know, and and Tyree Kill is going to take those, and and he's going to turn them into thirty yard, forty yard gains, and sixty yard touchdowns, and it's going to boost to a tongue of Iloa, which I love as a sleeper quarterback. I think Tyree Kill is going to have a, you know, is is just going to have the year that, that he always has. He's going to, you know, be a be a twelve hundred yard receiver. I think even with Jalen Waddle there, honestly, I I'm They're not the big a thousand. I, I, I think that's very possible, but I, I, I'm not the biggest on Jalen Waddle as much as I was last year in his rookie year because Tyree Kill is going to steal the spotlight. I mean, he's Tyree Kill. He's going to be the number one option, and and I and I think he continues, a, you know, his great career and and his his incredibly impressive playmaking skills. And and he, he you know he has to be you know one of those top guys still, even Agreed. though he he moves Agreed. to a new team and a new quarterback. I totally agree, but I also agree that Jalen Waddle is a talent. I, I don't. I would draft Jalen Waddle in that fourth round, no problem. But that being said, Tyreek Hill solidly yep. stays at my number seven too. Awesome. At number eight, I got Keenan Allen. Just oh my god, play. are we what serious? What is going on? What and is I, going I thought on? I thought when Depot was number four, I thought we were just going to go off the rails from there. But I, you know, we're we're coming back here. We're we're showing some this some continuity crazy. there. Crazy. Keenan Allen crazy. at number eight. I mean, Keenan Allen. And man, I you know just that I'm I'm just a Chargers bandwagon at this point. I got the man sure crush on on Mr. Justin Herbert. I am you know I love Keenan Allen. Always on my team every year. Uh, quite the opposite of you over there, who we always joke about is never on your team because for some reason you just you know refuse no. to pick him. Hold but, on, there's a valid reason. What is okay? It? I've had three knee surgeries. 
right? <laughs> Keenan Allen has torn his ACL twice. Yep. He happens to be a, a little bit more uh, yeah, superior little. human being yeah. than I am. A little bit. And for some reason, I have never given him the benefit of the doubt that he is superhuman, and it's shame on me. And now I don't pick him just so that he has a good year. Keenan Allen to me is just... It, he is he is so he's been underrated in this league for so yes. many years and i just still yes. think he doesn't get the credit that he deserves you know mike williams is on that team um and and you got eckler out of the backfield but that that tandem has been together for years now and keenan allen continues to produce at you know a level that's greater than both of them um i yep. love him this year in that in that offense once again another year with justin herbert justin herbert absolutely has a great connection with him he doesn't drop the football. The ball goes in his hands. He catches the ball. He ends up with eight to nine a game. He ends up with, with close to 100 yards. And if he can just get some consistency in the touchdown area and Mike Williams doesn't steal a lot of those and Eckler doesn't steal a lot of the touchdowns, he could even finish higher than eight. I mean, that, that's just the, the you know, kind of what can play out this just, year in terms of, of that Chargers he's offense. Just a, he's just a fantastic talent. Yep. You know, he's, a, he's, he's so much bigger then you you know then he even looks you know i mean he's 62 211 right i mean that's a big boy right he boxes out so well he runs amazing routes he's he, another guy who gets open way more than he's not he he's a, he's as solid as they come and i am i'll put any money money down that he finishes in the top 10 and i slotted him easily at 8 awesome so we're 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 two in a row here two in a row with with a grand are we uh, you know, we have 10 open. Um, I have Stefan Diggs at nine. I guess I can touch on, on that a little, uh, you know, a little okay. bit of, of, you know, what I already said, um, the bills, you know, have, have had guys, you know, step up in the past that I think have limited Stefan Diggs from getting to that, you know, you know, level of the Jefferson, the Cooper cup, Jamar chase, and, and what I predict they can do this year. It just seems like someone steps up and maybe limits, you know, a little bit of, of, of what he does. I could fully see this year not being that case. I'm just judging off of, of past years for that. I I think there's definitely an argument for him to finish above some of the guys we just talked about. I just think that that the boom of of you know what I've seen Tyree Kill do in the past and and what he can do on a weekly basis, I like that. That's a little more intriguing for me. Keenan Allen, you know, his ability to just be so consistent when he stays healthy is a little more intriguing than that. Um, so Dig slots in at nine for me. But it's it's just a tough one. They're all so close, you know, right there. All right. Uh, still so love him. Top ten wide receiver. You know, definitely fine. first second round pick uh, for me. Fine. So I I have another common theme, right? When you're picking top ten wide receivers, they're thrown the ball by typically top ten quarterbacks, right? Which is why I scoffed and laughed at your uh, what should we call it, Debo Samuel pick, right? We, when you look at the Justin Jeffersons and the Cooper Cups and the Devontae Adams and the Jamar Chases, you, like you feel confident in the guy throwing right. the ball. Mm -hmm. Who do we feel the most comfortable throwing the ball? Tom Brady. Ah, He's going to throw the ball to Mike Evans. Slotting okay? it at, at nine for you and, um, and then number 10 nine for me. is Mike Evans, the go. touchdown machine maker. Machine, I man. can't tell you how many games he won for me last year where I just needed 30-something points, and he got it for me easily with a 10 for 160 and two-touchdown performance. The man is a machine. He's so big. He, he high points the ball better than anyone. Godwin being all banged up. No Gronkowski. Who, who is Tom Brady going to be confident throwing the ball to? 
it's going to be to Evans yeah. all day long. And then there's injury concerns right now. I think banged up in camp, you know, always has that hamstring injury. It'll be uh, fine. It's, it's always off and on. He usually even plays with the injury yes. and still puts up numbers. He said, I think, eight straight years of 1,000 yards receiving. I mean, if you want to talk about a floor, this guy is a guaranteed 1,000-yard receiver, going to have 10-plus touchdowns minimum. Yep. Uh, you know, yep. in the offense with Brady, he's the go-to guy, the red zone target. No Gronkowski, I think, even adds more to that. Uh, they don't even know if Godwin will be there week one. So this right. is th- th- this is a guy that I think people are even overlooking more than in previous years. Take Mike Evans. He's just, you know, uh, he- he's he's a, he's going to be a lock for your team. Okay. Awesome. And then that's the top that's 10, you have for 10. Or you have your, your, your 10. No, I still have go a 10, 10 buddy. 10. Because me, I don't have a Give me 10 Samuel. because you don't have Debo Samuel, and I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to hear who, who slots in at number 10. Okay. Big fan of him last year. I thought he had a subpar year because he was thrown the ball by what we both collectively believe is the worst quarterback in the in, in the NFL. But he has been booted out of the Midwest and a new man who can throw the ball has come into the Indianapolis arena ah, and he'll be throwing okay. the ball to one Michael Pittman over and over and over. Hey, I, I respect it. I mean, that's, that's just an, you know, an, you're, you're, you're kind of going off the, you know, on, on the, the, the crazy boom side. I mean, this would have to be a fantastic, uh, you know, second, third season for, for, for Michael Pittman for him to finish in the top 10. But I like it. I mean, go ahead. I, I, I like I, it. Listen, I, I'm, I'm a, not only am I a big fan of the size, I'm a big fan of, of the route running. You know, I watched the preseason game the other day, and when him and Ryan connect, it just looks it looks natural. No, he's fantastic. Looks, yeah, he's It amazing. looks real good. And, you know, again, going back to the who do they play, you know, you know, down the stretch, they have games against Washington, New England, you know, Philly, Pittsburgh. I love the schedule. I love the I love Mike Matt Ryan being the quarterback there. I love that there really isn't a second option, really, for the most part. That Pittman will be the number one guy. I, I think Pittman has a breakout season. Yeah, it's it's like you said, with Carson Wentz last year, he produced a lot with Carson Wentz there. But how many Colts games did we watch and sit there and say, well, Michael Pittman was wide open. What what was that throw? What what, what was that duck? You know, what what was, I mean, he would create so much separation, over get overthrown. It, it was bad. There was a lot of plays that that happened. So, you know, if those are just regular passes by, you know, a good quarterback like Matt Ryan, I could definitely yep. see him, you know, having a fantastic year. Michael Pittman is you know is someone you could snag in the fourth fifth round i mean he is not you know they're, they're be happy not a lot He'll of guys that are high on him and i i really think that you know top 10 that that would be unbelievable um but definitely a a, a guy that you got to grab um because the the production can definitely be there this year with you know alec pierce is, is next to him i like him as a you know a late round Kind of sleeper I do too, as we'll get but I there, think Alec but Pierce is going to take a little time to do Agreed, that. And, and Pittman is, is the number one guy. He's been there, and he is a really good talent there. So just to recap the top 10, Justin Jefferson at one for me, Cooper Cup at two, Jamar Chase at three, Debo Samuel at four. I know you don't <coughs> like that. Number five, C.D. Lamb, Devontae Adams at six, Tyree Kill seven, Keenan Allen eight, Diggs at nine, and Mike Evans at ten. And for me, I have Justin Jefferson one, Cooper Cup two, Devontae Adams three, Jamar Chase four, Stefan Diggs five, CeeDee Lamb six, Tyreek Hill seven, Keenan Allen eight, Mike Evans nine, and Michael Pittman Jr. 
number uh, 10. All right. So great top 10s there. You know, only one kind of one that you got on me for, which, I mean, maybe here's where maybe he's my fun. David Montgomery of the wide receivers. Right. Here's where it's going to get fun. I want your top – we're going to do top four sleepers. I got three for you. I only have you three. three? Um, I got four. And they're not – I'm not going to take credit no that these order. are um, – that these are guys that, you know, no one's ever heard of. These are just, I mean, these are out there and they're guys that are still going later than, than I think, you know, that they were sure. going, but just guys that I love, um, you know, okay. Amon St. Brown is on there for me. Not a shocker. hundred percent. Number one uh, wide receiver in, on, in Detroit for me too. and had an amazing last couple games um, at the se- at the end of the season there. I think he slots really well in what Jared Goff, you know, is able to do. And that's, you know, short kind of over the middle routes, um, you know, shifty little player, definitely, you know, racked up a lot of catches and a lot of touchdowns yeah. at the end of the year. You know, he's going in the fifth, sixth round that you could swoop him. He, I mean, it's just good value. He there. looks, he looks like a wide receiver. Yeah. And I, I think, I, I think the last, you know, the last part of last season gave him a lot of confidence and now he's coming into this season. Like, Oh, I'm not a rookie anymore. I'm the, I'm now the number one wide receiver on this team, a team that's up and coming and is expected to do a lot better than last season. I think he's going to take yeah. it with a lot of pride. I, and I think he's going to have a really good season again. AJ, I saw a ranking that he was ranked 30th. I wanted to throw up. Like, yeah. that is so low. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, everyone's talking it's, about St. Brown and, and loving him, but he's still under undervalued in, in, in fantasy yeah. drafts. So I, I got to, you know, list him there. I also love I like, Gabe, Gabe Davis. You know, we were talking about him earlier. See, uh, you know, what's, what's not there to love? He's now number two in, in, in Buffalo. He produced, you know, and had some really boom games as the number four wide receiver last year. You yeah, know, but, he, he should have a more consistent year this year and definitely could be a flex option in, in, in most weeks. My only problem is that he had three games where he had multiple, multiple, multiple touchdowns, right? He's going to have to spread that out over mm-hmm. the course of a year for him to be a solid, right. you know, fantasy football player. Yeah. Uh, and then last for me, uh, like we were mentioning earlier when talking about Cooper Cup, I really like Allen Robinson this year. Uh, you're, you're, he's finally playing with a good quarterback. <laughs> I mean, this is the first time in his career that he's playing with, honestly, more than an, an average quarterback. I mean, yep. I mean, going all the way back to Penn State, he has just played with the worst kind of quarterbacks, you know, going from Hackenberg to the, Bortles to... Bortles, baby! You know, I don't even know. To, to Trubisky, to Nick Foles. I mean, it has been bad. So he's now with Matthew Stafford. He is going to be the number two wide receiver next to Cup. You know, you, you got to figure that's, you know, another reason I don't think that I, that I didn't have Cooper Cup at one. You got to figure that some defenses is going to figure out a way to not make Cooper Cup be wide open every single play. Allen Robinson... Uh, been quiet a couple years now. Injuries, been on the Bears. They suck. Uh, I yep. think he should have not a crazy year, but a good number two wide receiver kind of year um, on, a, on a really good team. I don't hate it. Don't hate it. All right, so my sleepers, okay, number one, it, it, I love, love Michael Thomas, right? I mean, this is a guy who's going to come back after – Everybody is basically going to forget that he was even in the league. This is a guy who was the first person who was catching 100 passes a season, right? He gets in a offense that is going to move the ball, right? There's a lot of weapons. I think Michael Thomas could have a monster back, back, uh, bounce back season. So I really like Michael Thomas because I, I think you can get him really late in the draft for very little money or, or, or low draft pick. Number two is Juju Smith-Schuster, right? Somebody's got to fill the Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, Byron Pringle, 
and everybody else that you, Sammy Watkins and everybody else that used to get all the passes, right? Why isn't it going to be the 25, he's only 25 years old, yep. 6'1", former star out of, you know, for, uh, with the Steelers. Why not see a resurrection here? He's getting Patrick Mahomes, who we still think is all world throwing the ball. I just think Juju Smith-Schuster could have a monster year. Yeah, and I think that might and be the might... answer to your chicken and egg. If Juju Smith-Schuster is resurrected, Patrick Mahomes yes. gets all the credit is, in the world. Is, is, absolutely, 100%. And then my third one is that I was really liking him last year. I think this is a guy... Now, again, this is a team that has a lot of talent, but I really like Joshua Palmer out of the slot for the Chargers. Right, You've got Williams and you've got Keenan Allen. But Joshua Palmer was really coming on at the end of last year. I think he's can, he could be one of those sneaky guys, kind of like you know one of those guys that you need where you need you know six, seven catches. You need 60, 70 yards. You get a touchdown here and there, but a great little flex option later, later, later in the rounds. I, I think Joshua Palmer has a lot of upside. Yeah, it's it's definitely one I see getting drafted at the end of of, of some drafts, um, just to to store on the bench there. Also, Mike Williams has an injury history, so he's definitely yes, the he's guy that slots in kind of behind there that I could see as a as a good pick there as well. So like those sleepers, for, okay. And, and then more. just one rookie, and and that rookie is George Pickens. I was so down on this guy, I couldn't understand why he was even on draft boards. We saw nothing out of him in Georgia. We saw nothing out of him during the entire season, including the, the playoffs. And if you have watched any any film on this guy in not only practice, but in, in some of the preseason games, he's a monster. A monster. If they get this guy going... He's going to be a superstar. You mark my words, man. This guy has tremendous upside potential. That one I, I can't get on board. Uh, with I know you, you can't. But um, wait, the, and it's not just you. The, I mean, he uh, after his first preseason game, had a great touchdown catch, had some good run blocks, and people are all you know jumping all over him. Uh, George Pickens, I'm, I'm saying this right now. This happens all the time with, with some of these rookies. George Pickens... I mean, I mean, it's going to come out this season and have like 300, not even 300 yards receiving on the year. No, I mean, it's going to be more than that. It, it, this guy is is sitting behind Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. He's an outside receiver. He does not play the slot. He's not that fast. So he's, he, I don't see him getting time there. So you're going to have an, have to have an injury to to, to Johnson or, or Claypool for him to get, you know, a lot of consistent playing time. Or you, you just know, throw the ball up to no, him in the end zone he's and a, he gets 10 touchdowns. He's a fantastic run blocker. And if you get fantasy points for run blocks – Pick him up. Other than that, stay away. It's not worth it. Uh, let's right, get to our no drafts. I got two yeah, for no you address. that I am not I drafting two, this year. One of them, it, it might bring a tear to my eye. One of my one of my guys. Uh, okay. uh, some one of my guys that I've had team I've had on my team for years. Can I guess? Now. Can I guess? Yeah, and you're gonna guess it on on the first on the first guess. It's, Go ahead. You it's know, it's tell Tyler him. Lockett. No. Not no, Tyler Lockett. I, I still like Tyler Lockett. He's Tyler Lockett. You do, I, all right, then I don't know where you're going. A guy that that is now going to be ruined, completely has already been ruined by bad quarterback play. Oh no, I got it! But I got it. Now has the worst <laughs> scary quarterback. Terry. Now has the worst quarterback in the in, in NFL history on his team. I forgot your love for Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin is yes. undraftable this year. <laughs> Terry McLaurin sucked last year because he had no one to throw him the ball. They downgraded in their quarterback play already it can't get any better terry mclaurin's off the board the commanders are going to be 
terrible. This is the last place team in the NFC East. They're going to have about four wins. I'm good. Not worth it. Love Terry McLaurin. Love the player. I hope he gets traded. I hope he gets to a good team. I hope the Cowboys go out and give Washington their first round pick because that dude is a stud. He's amazing. He is not draftable this year for me. I also am not drafting my man Alan Lazard because Alan Lazard is getting all this hype that he's the number one wide receiver in Green Bay. I am telling you now, somebody else is going to step up other than Alan Lazard. Christian Watson's there. Uh, you got you got other guys that that they signed Randall for Cobb. yeah yeah Randall exactly. Cobb in, in the slot you know that, that there is going to be someone else not named Alan Lazard Alan Lazard is a number two wide receiver that's going to have some good weeks there and I'm fine with them as a bench player maybe you slot into his flex I don't buy the Alan Lazard hype and those are the two guys that I'm I'm not drafting. All right, no, listen, I, I'm fair. Listen, I told you, I said that in Green Bay, everybody's going to have 400 yards. Like, it's going to be seven guys with 400 yards or whatever. So I, I get it. The, the people that I'm staying away from, the first one I'm staying away from is Devontae Smith, right? One of my favorite players in college had a very good first year. I think bringing in A.J. Brown completely diminishes Devontae Smith. And, oh, by the way, they still have Jalen Hurts, who I think is the second-worst quarterback in the NFC, <laughs> uh, you know, throwing him the ball. So I am not picking Devontae Smith, especially as high as, as some of these rankings have him. I'm like, Jesus, I'm like, let's get serious here, all right? My second thing is I'm staying away from the D.K. Metcalf, Tyler, uh, Tyler Pickett, or Lockett, you know. Tyler Lockett. Uh, duo. I'm sorry, man. Geno Smith and Drew Locker just got awful. Watching that play, watching that preseason game the other day, I would have rather been picking my toenails out with a pitchfork. I, I just, I think that they literally will see such a decline in production because the ball will not be getting to their hands. So I am staying away from both of them. And then the other two that I'm staying away from: Hollywood Brown on Arizona and Rashard Bateman on Baltimore. Both very highly rated. Bateman, I have no idea how he's rated higher than Amon St. Brown, Chris Godwin, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Elijah Moore. I, I don't understand that. And Gabe Davis. I, I don't understand it. I mean, this is a guy who, I mean, how many how many balls is Lamar Jackson going to throw to his wide receivers? He's going to throw every ball to Mark Andrews, and then twice a game he's going to throw the ball over to Bateman for two yards and see if he can run a little bit. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And then Hollywood Brown, I am such a not a fan of. It's go deep. If you hit him on one 80-yard bomb every fourth game, congratulations. Other than that, he's useless. Ooh, that felt good to get all that out. You know what? The... I like the fact that when we figure this all out, when we get to see this all play out, we will know for sure who wins in the pronostication. AJ, good luck with your Debo Samuel number four pick. We will see how that happens. On Friday, I can't wait to talk tight ends. I have a feeling we are going to be another one of these all over the place, four or five completely different tight ends that I have versus you have. So see you Friday.